0: Hello and welcome back to Thrive Podcast, where every week I'll be discussing anything and everything that can truly make an impact on the quality of your life. This week's episode is about the pleasure-pain balance. And this is something that I've loved talking about for a while now because it's applicable in so many different aspects of our lives and it's something that governs the quality of our lives to a pretty high degree. So the earlier we can become familiar with and accustomed to the pleasure-pain balance, the more we can use it to our advantage in order to elevate our baseline level of emotions. I believe that there is a pleasure-pain balance, or you can think of it as kind of a pendulum, the pleasure-pain pendulum. This pendulum swings from the left side, which would be pain, and then it'll go through the middle, Okay, neutral emotions, and then all the way to the right side, which is pleasure. So this pendulum is always moving. You can't stay on one side forever. You can't hold the pendulum up on the pleasure side forever. It will swing down, go to neutral, and then go to the pain side. That's a natural occurrence. You can't just, gravity won't let you keep the pendulum on one side, okay? So I think it's the same way in life. Our minds and life has been designed in this way because we are made to feel both positive and negative emotions. Because if your pendulum is always stuck on the pleasure side. Well, then you kind of re establish a new normal, and so you're never going to really maintain that um, pendulum at one level, okay? It's always going to swing no matter what. Some people's pendulum is stuck more towards pain, okay? They kind of tilted the pendulum, so it's always kind of stuck towards a little bit more pain. And some people have a higher baseline, so their pendulum is inclined or angled in a way that it's more often in the pleasure aspect. What we want to do. Is we want to avoid major swings you don't want to get too high and you don't want to get too low because if you get too high you get too much pleasure and I'll go over in a minute what that means then you know that you're gonna have a subsequent bigger swing in the other direction right so this is normal this is just like a sugar rush the more sugar you have you get a big sugar high and the more sugar you have the deeper the low okay So it's the same thing with this pendulum. If, for example, you take substances that increase your level of pleasure, okay, the next day after taking these substances, what happens to the pendulum? Well, the pendulum swings in the other direction. There are extreme examples of this that actually affect the neurotransmitters directly that increase serotonin and dopamine levels. And what happens once those serotonin and dopamine dopamine levels get pushed to a very high level, the next day or next weeks, they crash in the opposite direction in order to rebuild back to baseline. All stimulants are like this, okay? So whether it's alcohol, coffee, uh, marijuana, or something else, even prescription drugs, they kind of throw the pendulum out of whack. So you're always craving more. And what happens after a while Well, if you continue to use stimulants, let's just call them stimulants, you start to create this numbing effect on the receptors of the cells. If one shot of tequila five years ago gave you a a warm feeling, well, if you do that for months or years, well now you're gonna need five, six, seven, eight shots of tequila to get that same feeling. So the receptors start to become a little bit more desensitized. So the first step in order to maintain some type of equilibrium in the pendulum and to not get these high highs and high lows is to limit exposure to stimulants. You'll notice if you're the type of person that likes to uh, maybe binge drink on the weekend, the next day you'll notice that maybe your emotions aren't what they were throughout the week. So you're creating high high and then boom, the pendulum swings the next day and then you feel not so good. Okay, so step number one is limit your exposure, if possible, to stimulants. Let's take a second here to think about these people, these elite people that really know how to modulate and not go too high or too low and I'll use one person as an example here Kobe Bryant so most athletes will tell you most successful athletes that go that play for championships on a regular basis that have developed themselves and their team have this mindset you never want to get too high because what happens when you get too high and then you get beat a little bit you tend to swing the other way Whether we have a big win or a big loss, I want to stay neutral and stay focused on the mission. So they understand the pleasure pain balance and they're able to stay even keel and just focus on the task at hand without letting their emotions get in the way. So just a little tangent there to say that there are people that are very good at keeping this needle very close to center so that they can kind of just skew it a little bit towards pleasure and they don't get these major swings. It's the swings that we want to avoid. Another thing. When we're talking about pain here, we're talking about emotional pain. I'm not talking about the pain you get from stubbing your toe or the pain you get when you eat a Big Mac before going on a jog, okay? And pain is good. There's a reason that our emotions are the way they are because without the bad times, without the so quote unquote bad emotions, we wouldn't appreciate the good ones. And now I know what you're all thinking. Okay, Justin, I get the pleasure pain balance. You've talked about it. But how does this apply to my life? I'm not a professional athlete. I just go through living my day-to-day life. But I think you have some merit. There's some merit to what you're saying and I would like to apply it. Okay, well, here's what I've postulated. Let's give an example here. Someone wants to buy a new car, okay? And they really like the nice Range Rover, eh? just like I do, okay? They like the Range Rovers. Right now, they drive a 1998 Toyota Corolla. So what happens is right now, the the pendulum in this ex- experiment or example is that the person's baseline level of happiness with that car is pretty much normal, straight down the middle. They're used to the car. Maybe it's a little bit towards the um, the left. You know, they're not really loving the car. But if they were to get that Range Rover straight away, the pendulum would swing massively all the way to the right, all the way to the pleasure side. All these happy emotions would happen because oh my goodness, I finally got this Range Rover. But what happens? After a couple months or years, the pendulum goes right back down to normal. And if enough time passes, that person will have the same emotions about the Range Rover as they maybe once had with the Toyota Corolla. Maybe not to the same extent, but you see my point. So if you go from some from a, a suboptimal car to a Range Rover right away, the pendulum will swing shoo, and then it'll come back down. What if instead of doing that every two years, you upgrade a little bit? That way, every two years you get that swing in the the pleasure. Center, right? You go a little bit more on the happy emotion side. So, from a 1998 Toyota Corolla, and then you get a 2010 Civic. So, then you're like, oh my goodness, this is exciting and new. And then two, three years later, you get that same feeling of exciting and new all the way up. And then maybe you get that pendulum to stay on the excitement side or the happy side when it comes to your vehicle for 10 years instead of just having it for one year from going from a 19, whatever I said, 1998 Corolla to a Range Rover, you can keep getting those constant boosts to push the pendulum back on the the positive emotional side when it comes to the connection you have with the car. In life, and Andrew Huberman talks about this too, when it comes to giving ourselves rewards, we must hold off on these rewards because if you do something right away that is positive and give yourself this big reward, what's gonna happen? The pendulum swings the other way. Instead, take smaller approaches. Give yourself small rewards so that motivation stays high and you don't get the big swing in the opposite direction because what what happens once you buy that Range Rover it's amazing you love it you feel so good and then two years later you're like okay I'm just used to this car well now the pendulum swung all the way to the other side on the left and now you're wondering hmm maybe you need to buy something else maybe now I need a bigger house maybe now I need a better watch or another gold chain so it kind of never stops. Um, So tip number three, which we haven't talked about yet, and it's my favorite one to talk about, is to choose your type of pain. So I believe that in life, there are two types of pain. There's the pain of discipline, and there is the pain of regret. We know that with pleasure comes pain, okay? We can't avoid pain in our lives. However, we do get to choose the type of pain that we feel, that we go through. If there's pain no matter what, which would you prefer? The pain of discipline, the pain of getting up and doing a hard workout, eating clean, or the pain, the lingering pain of regret. We've all felt both of these. We all know that sometimes it's just not fun to go on that run. It's not fun to do the workout. It's not fun to stay true to your diet. But maybe some feel this more than others, but I can attest that I do feel the pain of regret. And it's not as pronounced. It's more of a lingering pain. So if you Fall off track for a month, you get this lingering pain that maybe some people don't even realize that it's there. It's kind of in the subconscious. And that's the pain of regret, the pain of knowing that you're not doing what you should be doing. Don't forget that. There will be pain, but you get to choose what type of pain you go through. Okay, so up to this point, the pleasure pain balance has been something that I kind of just um, came up with, or maybe I don't know, maybe I over the years have seen or heard of. concepts like this um which i definitely have but this is just kind of my rant on what i think the pleasure pain balance is and how we can use it to our advantage stay tuned for next week's episode it's going to be awesome it's going to be entertaining and it will of course help you out in your life because it is helping me out so with that being said guys i'll talk to you next week all love adios